Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode 104, and today we are going to focus on exploring different platforms. So this goes in conjunction with episode 103, which dropped on Wednesday, where we talked about harnessing your core skills. So we're kind of reflecting on Keith from episode 102, and something that he mentioned was that, you know, if he would have started with another platform like a podcast or a YouTube channel, instead of starting with his blog, then there's a good chance that he would have just burned out within a short period of time because it wasn't, you know, what he was very passionate about. So that's kind of the foundation for what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, so I think we're going to make a few assumptions for this episode. First, to say either you're working on a project and you already have like your number one platform down, or if you have an idea, you kind of have that cemented already on when you start, where it'll be, if that makes sense. So if it's a podcast, then of course you'll be there. If you're going to do videos, YouTube, so on and so forth. So today's focus is going to be looking beyond that platform what you're trying to expand out reach a different audience reach you know more people how can you go about that in a strategic way to set yourself up for success and it's an interesting thing to think about because you know with the podcast in our case or with you know Keith's blog that's your comfort zone that's where you're most comfortable you know that's where you already have a good grasp on what you're doing and branching into other platforms is pretty intimidating. Yeah, for sure. It can be. And I want to make sure that we don't mix up what we're calling a platform and what we're calling a tool. So for example, our current setup, of course, our platform is podcasting. We use Instagram and Facebook and Twitter as tools to feed the podcast. Does that make sense? Yeah. So those, you know, I guess if you look at it from like a business standpoint, those are like our marketing tools. So that's where we connect with people. That's where we're able to connect with, you know, listeners, but really a lot of people who end up being guests with us. You know, we just meet people on Instagram mostly. And then of course, Facebook gives us, you know, that it's that tool for us to talk with and communicate with, you know, all the people who are listening and our friends. So that's kind of how we use those. Yeah. And, you know, it's something we're constantly evolving. Obviously, we are most comfortable on Instagram, but trying to just hit different groups of people, trying to get the name out there. So we're using those as tools, not necessarily as a platform. So let's just quickly go through some of the different platforms, things that we're defining by that word, just to give our listeners an idea of what we're talking about. So I'd say YouTube would be a platform. Podcasting would be a platform. Your website as a blog could be a platform. Pinterest. Pinterest could be a platform. It And it's all about how you're using those. And I even think with some of the people that we've talked to, I mean, some people do use Instagram as a platform you know if that is if that's what you're doing you know 
to be part of the Disney community. It might not be like a product or something that you're creating, but if that's your outlet, you could definitely say that Instagram is a platform, I would say. Yeah. I mean, with the way that you can write captions now and use stories and Instagram TV, it is absolutely can be a platform if you want to use it that way. Yeah. And it could be like your main focus. Um, and, and you may go that route and, and it's a good place to start for sure. It is a good place to start. It's a good way to get your feet wet. So we took a very small sample size from our Facebook group and asked some of those people, in addition to the current project that you're working on, what's the next platform that you want to jump into? Were you surprised with the results? I don't think so. I don't think I was. So YouTube is number one. Yeah, and I think it is because YouTube is such a big monster. I mean, we've talked about it multiple times before, you know. A lot of people, instead of going to Google, they'll look at YouTube, they'll look at Pinterest. And YouTube is interesting in the sense that, you know, looking at it from a teacher's standpoint, kids nowadays, like, that's all they watch. I swear a lot of kids don't even watch TV anymore. They just want to watch YouTube videos. So if you're looking at different audiences or if you are younger, you might want a YouTube channel because that's what kids gravitate towards. Yeah, and I think another really great aspect of YouTube is not something we can that we need to skirt around. Monetization is already built into YouTube. Now, they have upped that level of what you have to reach. I think it's now 10,000 subscribers and I don't know how many hours watched of your videos before you can reach that threshold. However, it's something they take care of completely. So it's not like podcasting where we have to find these partners or these sponsors or on Instagram where you have to find these sponsored posts and things like that. Or blogs. Or blogs, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to get clicks to to different sponsors or affiliates. YouTube, it's it's all right there. So if you're creating really wonderful content, it's it's they've got a good setup. Yeah, so that's that's interesting too. I guess just two different viewpoints. But it's obviously very popular. Crazy popular. It is crazy possible, uh, popular. I do think it is also such a different platform compared to our typical social media that it takes a long time to get your footing over there. It's a, it's a big ask. We always say that it's a big ask for someone to sit down and listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's even more of an ask to get somebody to watch a YouTube video because then you need two of their senses instead of just hearing like um, us. It is the visual part of it too and the i'll say you know the youtubers that we've talked to are so good at what they do you know and making it visually appealing but you know today with just technology if you are going to do youtube i mean that is no small task yeah so it's a great place but it it is just do your research beforehand would be my advice the number two answer that we got was actually a podcast Mm -hmm. so I mean, the podcast industry is growing like crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think in the same way that YouTube is, in a sense, taking over a lot of, you know, just typical TV and same with like streaming services, I think a lot of podcasts are taking over 
like radio. You know, a lot of people would rather listen to a podcast than a radio station at work or in the car or whatever, which is mind-blowing to me. I mean, it's just so different, you know, than how like we grew up. It's just something different. Yeah, and that is something I'll share with you guys. So many cars now that are coming off the lot have podcast players built in to their computer system. Like what? So it gets even easier. So it's not even something where they have to link it up via Bluetooth or put an aux cord in like we had to do back in the day. That's I still do that. Let's I still do that. But, My car is not that new. <laughs> but it's built directly in there. So podcasting is huge and and it's a very low barrier to entry. You you really can get by with pretty minimal equipment to get yourself up and running. And obviously, we would recommend it. <laughs> so, yeah. honestly, if we can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. So, so blog was number three. That's probably the route that we will go eventually. Um, or at least attempt. And that's kind of what today's episode is all about at least attempting something new. And not everything's going to stick. That's just, that's the reality yeah. of it. Yeah. And one thing I will say, is we are by no means experts, obviously, in any of these different platforms. Teaser a little bit, a little bit. I'm going to put it into the universe. We hope to have that someday. Oh, yeah. It is really my dream to have like a go-to resource to say, here's a guide to how to get started in YouTube, podcasting, blogging, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we are excited about and that we are working on. And that's kind of you know, why we're even talking through a lot of these different topics, you know, with how to enhance businesses that you're working on or might want to work on um, within the Disney community because it is something that we love. Yeah, we love to see people succeed. Yeah. So saying that, saying we'll hopefully do strategy and guide down the road. Today, let's focus on mindset of how you need to approach going into a separate platform. So the first thing I think you need to do is decide what is your primary platform and what is your secondary platform. And that's honestly probably the easiest step, which is probably why it's the first step, because whatever it is that you're doing right now is most likely going to be your primary platform because it's what you already enjoy, it's what you're good at, and you know, like podcasting for us, you know, it's always going to be the foundation of what we do is talking to people. Yeah, but I just think getting that straight in your mind that first, I'm a podcaster. Second, I'm a YouTuber. Maybe when there's limited time or you're feeling a little burnt out, you can always focus on that primary one. And it and it helps you get your priorities in straight. Priority straight, sorry. Yeah, I agree with that. So... I, but I do want to make sure that we point out, it's okay for this to change over time. So, like, if you remember episode number 60 with Alessa, who is that Diz girl, if you remember her story, she started on Instagram, built up her relationships and her community there, and then, always knew in the back of her mind, and then built it on YouTube. So, started on Instagram, got her footing in the community then launched on YouTube to try to jumpstart that a little bit. So I would say now 
Alessa's probably switched. She's primarily a YouTuber and an Instagrammer second. Mm-hmm. And I think it just goes to show, you know, you're never necessarily locked down to one thing, you know, and you're never, like, bound to one thing if you find out over time that you maybe enjoy doing one thing over the other. You know, I think the great thing about the Disney community is that we are so open to trying new things and going in different directions, you know, whether it is a success or, I hate the word failure, like I said, but uh, a not win. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll, work, we'll work on that. But if it doesn't work out, I mean, that's okay. Yeah. It is completely acceptable to move on to new things, try things out. Like, you are in complete control of this. Mm -hmm. I think often sometimes you fall victim to a calendar or victim to these completely made-up responsibilities or or things that you owe to people that, that don't exist. If we don't want to drop a podcast episode one day, that really... We're the only ones that, that are held accountable to that. Yeah. And I think that's what was so just fascinating to me about Keith is that he did try everything. You know, he literally tried everything. And at the end of the day, he settled on writing. And now, I mean, he writes for so many amazing platforms, so many different groups. And he's met so many amazing people. And, you know, it all worked out in the end. Yeah, and he, but he still has those other things that he works on. So he had the podcast for a while, he had YouTube for a while, and now he does the Disney History Minutes on Instagram. And I think he's on TikTok now as well. <laughs> so, I mean, trying different things is is wonderful. In my head, I'm singing like the Try Everything from like Zootopia. Yeah. You're welcome for that. It's going to be stuck in your head now. Uh, maybe. I would play it, but we'll get copyright. I know. I'd start singing it, but I'm not a good singer. So the last thing I would say, if you're looking to expand your reach and get into a new platform, seek advice. I think the Disney community is so unique. and We've said it a thousand times. They're so unique that so many people are willing to help. So many people who have already went down that path are so eager to share their experience, share their failures, share their wins, so that hopefully you can emulate some of those things down your own path. Yeah, and I think if you reach out, probably nine times out of ten, you will get a yes and some helpful advice and hopefully a friend out of the exchange. So, you know, there's really there's really no hurt to reaching out, even though sometimes it can be intimidating. I mean, it's intimidating in any sense to ask for help. You know, that's why as a kid, sometimes you don't want to raise your hand and ask the teacher. But, you know, it's just something that you have to, it's kind of a hump to get over. Yeah. So if you have something in mind of a new platform that you want to try out and you're looking to connect with someone, we're in a pretty unique position where we've talked to pretty much people in every different area. So YouTube, Etsy, blogging, podcasting, all of the above. If you want to be connected with somebody, please just reach out to us. That Nothing would bring us more joy than to do that completely, honestly. Yeah, for sure. So I think that was a good discussion. We're going to take a quick break and hear a message from our partners, and then we'll be back with our Disney portion, connecting this back to what we love so much. 
As a Disney-featured stroller provider, Kingdom Strollers is able to deliver your stroller to the luggage desk at your resort where they will hold it for you. No need to wait for anyone to meet you. Your time is valuable and having the stroller ready and waiting is just one more convenient reason why Kingdom Strollers is the best choice for your Orlando stroller rental. Learn more at detourtoneverland.com forward slash kingdom today. Perfect. So let's start with our quotes that we think that are applicable to kind of this thinking and this mindset. The first one is from Pocahontas. If you walk the footsteps of a stranger, you'll learn things you never knew you never knew. It's hard not to sing it. I was going to say, how did you just read that without singing it? That's the only, <laughs> again, not a good singing voice, but in my Disney princess mindset, and just <laughs> like, you know, all so, the forest animals. So what do you think is the lesson to be learned from that quote? I mean, just to me, it's looking at things from different perspectives so you know you are trying to do new things that you never thought you would try you're you're stepping out of that comfort zone and you're just trying something new yeah and i think the biggest thing is you never know what you're going to like like to me youtube scares the daylights out of me who knows though someday it could be the platform that we love i mean to me, podcasting was totally scary. I don't even know why. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, what made me like volunteer myself to help? It must have just been a good hunch. I don't mm. know. Well, glad it worked out. <laughs> so the next one is actually from Tangled. And I would never have known this was from Tangled, honestly. But it's venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. So I think the lesson to learn from that one is just be curious around about the world around you and never stop trying to figure things out that interest you. Yeah, and if you think about the whole movie, that's what she was doing the whole time. She had been stuck in that tower her whole life. All she wanted to do was get out and experience life. And it's so funny when you think about like that first scene when she first escapes and she's like crying and she's hysterical and she doesn't want to do it. And, you know, it's like that emotional roller coaster. I think, I mean, a lot of that has been true for us in this podcast. You know, some days we're, yeah, we're on top of the world. And then other days, you know, there are hard days for sure. Yeah. Were you, were you crying at the beginning doing a podcast? I don't know. I don't think it's ever been to like that point. I don't think I've ever shed tears. <laughs> but I mean, it is it is different. And it definitely just pushes you outside that comfort zone. So we've got to end it with Uncle Walt. Do you want to do the honors or me? You can do this one. We keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. That one just screams, Walt. I almost wanted a few more seconds of silence on that one. Oh, sorry. sorry. I mean, the moment's passed now. I killed your moment of silence. But, I mean, read it again. <laughs> no. Are you serious? Okay. We keep moving forward, opening new doors, and doing new things because we're curious, and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. 
I'm not even going to try to explain it better than Walt. Yeah, I mean, I think the more you think about it, it just makes sense. I mean, you always have to try to do new things. And the reason why anyone tries anything new is just, you know, why not? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. So, some characters that we think emulate this in action. First one is the one that you teased last episode, that you... You had her for harnessing your skills, and you wanted to save her for this episode. Yes, so I picked Moana at first, and then the more I thought about Moana, I mean, she she really emulates, you know, she her parents obviously wanted her to stay on land and just embrace her role there, but she just always had this itch to try something new. She was clearly good, you know, at being a leader and she proved herself to be a good leader on land, but she knew that there was something better waiting for her out there, so she went for it. She tried, you know, in that first scene where she gets on the boat, it was an epic fail, but she kept trying and, you know, we all know what happens next. It's an amazing adventure. So, I think Moana very much embraces trying new platforms. I'm really proud of my next one. Okay. (laughs) Carl Fredrickson. He's the man. He's my role model. He's just the best. But on the in kind of in the same sense of Moana, he thought he knew everything that he wanted and kind of had everything lined up and and ready to go. But once he got out there and was forced into adventure, he realized that he had this whole different side that he was able to express himself in and and really enjoy. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's all about, you know, the changing of your mindset once he opened his mind to like, okay, we are doing this. You know, I have this strange kid and we found this dog and here we go. And it was the adventure of a lifetime. Yeah. This one was really easy to pick Disney characters, honestly, because it's kind of like meeting your fate and like expanding your reach, which happens to a lot of characters. Which happens in so many Disney movies. Next one, we already mentioned her quote, but it's Rapunzel. Mm -hmm. Similar thing that we already talked about, you know, pushing yourself and trying something new, Um, like going outside. (laughs) Like going outside. (laughs) The next one I thought of, I thought was interesting, is Megara. Hmm. How so? Because she thought she knew who she was. She thought that she was working with Hades and kind of had everything laid out and just a change in perspective and some new experience changed how she acted and, and changed her character completely. Okay. Okay. Are you on board with that one or no? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's interesting because I'm trying to think of, you know, a platform standpoint, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, not many Disney characters like YouTubers, so. Well, obviously, Moana. See, I just think Moana was the best example. The next one is really good. Okay. So the next one you have is Remy. Yeah. How so? He was a rat, and then he was (laughs) a chef rat. (laughs) He was scavenging for food, and then he became an award-winning chef. (laughs) Okay. I think it speaks for itself. (laughs) 
All right, so I had a few more, but I guess we'll save those for later because we're stretching a little bit. Yeah, we're stretching, and we have so many more episodes. All of these people, I feel like, can fit into multiple bubbles. Yeah, so look forward to doing that. We thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode. Who do we have on Monday? We have Danielle from Take Away the Plane, so we will be super excited to talk about her. She has her own Etsy shop, and she is one-fourth of Stress-Free Mickey, who we've talked to before. And as always, we are so happy to have had the opportunity to talk to Keith um, and learn the things that we did from him this week. Yeah. So look forward to dropping the interview on Monday and then two more mini episodes on Wednesday and Friday. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.